So you're asking that since your children are a little bit older, 14, 12, 10, and 8, and you're saying that part of you wishes that you would have learned this when they were younger, and then you're wondering how to implement this, you know, at your kids' ages today. So let me just tell you the truth. And the truth is, there was a time several years ago that a grandmother came to me and she lamented and she said with great tears, I wish I would have had this when my kids were younger. And a couple of days after that, I had a mom of young, like 20-year-old um, kids that had just moved out of the home. And she lamented the same thing with great emotion and tears. And she said, I wish I had this when they were younger. And then there was a mom of teenagers like yourself that said, I wish I had this when they were younger. And then there was a mom of, um, of um, a toddlers and said, boy, I wish I had this when my kids were babies. And I would have learned this ahead of time before I even had kids. And then there was a mom of a, of, a, of a baby, of an infant, and said with great emotion, boy, I wish I would have had this before I even had, um, before I even got married. And I could have like aligned some of the things that had or had not happened to me in my own childhood. And then I started realizing about my own lamenting and regret. And I'm like, wow, I started walking in what we call supernatural parenting or partnering with Holy Spirit in our parenting when my baby was one, but my eldest were five. And I've always been kind of grieved that my eldest had a different experience than what my youngest child has had from the get-go. And God started speaking to me in that. And he said, Lisa, he said, the regret is from the enemy. The regret is like seeds that the enemy just passes out to anybody, to the grandmother, to the older mom, to the younger mom, to the um, to anybody that would listen and partner with that I'm, I'm in lack, or I haven't done it good enough, or I, it would have looked so much better and different if only I would have had this before. Well, here's the deal. We are absolutely partnering with the enemy with that one. I think we need to confess, repent, and break agreement with that, number one. Number two, we need to understand that God is the God of revelation, that he is the one that takes the scales off of our eyes, and he is the one that lets us see with what we see. Come on now, we need to give him some credit for what he's doing in our family lives. And there might be some truth that if you had X, Y, Z, that you could have, you know, implemented it. But the truth is you didn't. Is it because you were hardened and rebellious and because, you know, you just refused? No, it's because you're on your own journey of what you're, uh, as a byproduct of your parents' own journey. And so instead of turning it and looking at it through the eyes of lack, I would turn and I would look at it through the eyes of praise, that my kids are only 14, 10, and 8, and my kids are getting this stuff now, and turn it into thanking the Father that this is the appointed time to go after this. This is the appointed time that God had in the generational line that your family line would be awakened to this. And I promise you, your kids will have a much different journey than what you did. It just is by the nature of how God designed family. So I do agree with you that we need to be partnering with Holy Spirit and we need to be asking him specifically, what does it look like um, to implement this with my, at my, children, with my children's ages? Now, there are some things that are a little bit more, how do you say it? A 12-year-old, 14-year-old, is going to be much more hungry and thirsty for things around their identity than, say, um, being brave, and for some kids, but being brave 
and like going and praying for a stranger. That's much easier when the children are younger. Um, but if they've not been trained in that and they don't have some of those people or social skills, it might be harder for them to step out in doing that um, to you know be praying for people. But I would pick things like um, the orphan teaching or on their identity. And come on, like, where did we ever come up with that a 14-year-old doesn't want to know who she is? Like, that is absolutely the enemy because the only thing, or what the enemy is doing at a rampant rate right now is going after that age group and telling them their identity. It just happens to be a false one. So they are absolutely hungry to have somebody tell them who they are. And so um, I would pick a lesson like that and I would go after partnering with Holy Spirit. How do you teach that to older children if you've not done some of the, um, the teachings when they were younger?